Hey you, yeah you, the long-legged hottie in the short dress, crank it. You're listening to Trans Talk Raw. I'm the long-haired hippie from the 70s, Nikki Marie Dawn, and I'm with my co-host, the guitar-playing rocker, Terry Allen. We're a couple of trans survivors, rocking the airways, bringing you our lived experiences, opinions, and a ton of info about being transgender. This is episode 28, and today's show, we're talking about some of the most difficult moments starting and during our transition. We're talking about the embarrassing shit that happened and dealing with surprises we weren't expecting when we first came out. Hopefully you'll laugh as much as we did doing this show. So let's get started with all of the antics. Not researched. We researched the other topics. No, we researched things, but I would say the majority of the shit that comes out of us, (laughs) we're winging it. Although we're knowledgeable about it. Yes. You wing it, right? Because yes, we, are, it's not we scripted. do know our shit, but it's just, we don't, well, and of course, because we don't script shit, so things That's it. Wrong. Yes, unscripted shit. That's right. <laughs> All right. So now that we're on the unscripted shit, we might as well get on today's show. And today's topic, ta-da! Today's topic yeah. is, we are going to talk about first experiences Mortifying experience. Yeah, mortifying experience. (laughs) Embarrassing moments that we have gone through. um, And all of that kind of stuff at the very beginning of transition and coming up. And the whole idea behind today's podcast is to put a little humor into things. Don't take things so seriously. You can laugh about it later and down the road. Um, you know, panic. So all, all of these things, so you don't have to panic, you know, all of that. We all go through it and it. it doesn't mm-hmm. matter who you are or what you are, right. or how long you transitioned mm-hmm. long ago or whatever. Yeah, we, we have our moments. Let's just say that. Yes, we do. And and we, it can come up in a, in a, you know, blink of an eye. You're yeah. like, oh God, I got to do this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so here we go. Um, would you like to start, or would I? Should I start? Oh, you start this one. Go right ahead. You want me to start this one? Okay. I can start it, honey. I don't have a problem with starting it. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. either way. Yeah. No, that's fine. Uh, well, I want to hear your first story first. So you go ahead. You 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 give it. Let let her rip. Okay. Okay. Well, when I know uh, it was like. I think it was December of 2013, Christmas, malls are packed. I had a therapy appointment and um, I got there a little early. And so I just thought I'd be really brave and go walk around the mall. (laughs) And... You know, it should be a terrifying thing to do, really. I mean, a crowd of people at Christmas and everybody's going to, you know, and I just figured nobody would pay me no mind whatsoever. And I would do things like that early on to get my courage up and to, you know, get accustomed to being out as a woman. That was, that was, that was, mm-hmm. and so I would use those times when I went to my therapist, because generally that was the only time I dressed was when I went to my therapist. I was seeing her once a week. And so I walked around for like an hour, an hour and a half. 
scared to death, sweaty, mortified. You know, somebody's going to just stand there in the middle of the mall and go, freak! <laughs> Nobody did, thank God. But um, I did get a couple of knowing looks from a couple of women that I walked by and they just looked at me and just kind of smiled and, you know, walked on. I was like, okay, I got red. <laughs> but, you know, it wasn't a mortifying experience, but it was, it was scary. Cause you know, when you're first transitioning and you're first going out as your authentic self and you don't know if you're dressing right or your makeup's right or anything like that. And just to be out in public as you, and then, you know, using the women's restroom. I didn't, I didn't use it the first time. Then I would like wait till I got to my therapist's office and I would use the restroom there. (laughs) Safe. That came later and I'll discuss my first time in a restroom after you talk about some things, but that was, you know, that was a, that was a, a courage building thing for me to be. And my therapist was just like, Oh my God, I can't believe you did. (laughs) She was, she was quite proud of me. So for sure. uh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's the thing with first time experiences of anything when we do those. Um, we're all freaking out. It's like, God, I wish I'm hoping that I put on enough deodorant today because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I am sweating from every okay, possible yeah. area. There's nothing body. like nervous sweat. To exactly. Right. It's like, where's my napkin? Because I need to like beat my head <laughs> here. Uh, you know, things are like. Oh, yeah. It's just like your underarms. How dark are they? Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, you know, so. <laughs> I, I have actually, it's funny, I have quite a few different ones. So we're going to leave the washroom ones till later because I've got a couple of killer ones for the washroom <laughs> yeah. um, that I've done. Uh, but uh, what, I guess one of the first ones would be when my dad was still alive and I was just presenting and presenting full time. And of course, I had a little bit more experience at all of this. So, but still, and the thing was, is that my dad was going, in, it was in second level care. And everybody that was in second level care, all of the nurses, everybody else had met me in my male mode or androgynous mode at that time, but in more in my male mode than anything. Um, and so I went out and I drove out and I got into the nursing home and, I, and, and I'm dressed to the nines and I've got like nice, nice stuff on. I'm wearing heels. I've got makeup on everything. Right. And I was like, I'm walking in and I'm going, well, this has to be done because like it's full time and all of that. Eh? And I walk up to the desk where the nurse's station was because they have the nurse's station and they have to check in. And, and they looked at me and they were like, she, she goes, and I can remember still, her head was down and I go, and I went, hi, Carolyn, how are you? And she was like, oh, good, good, good. And she said my, my, my uh, dead name, but she was still looking at the book. She hadn't even seen me yet. Right. So, and, and I, and I go, and, and so I said, so how are you? And she goes, oh, fine. And she looked up and I swear her jaw hit the table. Right. And said, hi. <laughs> and she froze. And I said, well, hi, Carolyn, how are you? And, and she was just like, uh, I, I'm, I'm really good. What should I call you? <laughs> And and I was like, well, just call me Nikki, uh, I said. And she says, dude, tell girl. And she was just like, what is, 
this. And I said, well, I'm trans and I was having, and you know, and I said, I'm now fully presenting. And she just like, she was like, this is so cool. And she gets up out of her chair. She walks around to the, the front of the desk. She grabs me by her arm, arm in arm. And she says, you're coming to meet the girls in the staff room. <laughs> oh God. And you're okay. like, and I'm just shit. like, hold it. Wait a minute. I didn't sign up for this. I, and I was no, like, yeah, yeah, I was just thinking about that. telling you. And then I was going to bolt down to my dad's room. Well, geez, I get, I walk in to, and, and it's the whole staff there. And there's like, um, I think there was about seven people on at the time and four of them were in the room. Okay. And, uh, um, there was like one, one male nurse and three other nurses and they look at me and it was just like, who's this? And then the eyes just <laughs> came wide open. Right. And I'm just like, Oh shit. How did get into this? Right. Did all of that. Everybody was super nice. They all like, they just accepted me completely and all of that sort of stuff because I used to go out and visit dad a lot. Right. So anyway, then I said, okay, well, I got to go down and see dad. And then it was like, Oh, well, Judy is in there right now. And Judy was one of the main care nurses that always took care of dad. And I said, oh, great. I'm going to go surprise her, right? So I walked down the wall at uh, the hallway. And of course, I, my heels are like click, 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 because I was wearing heels and everything. And uh, I walk in and she goes, and she wasn't looking and she was like taking her dad. And of course, dad is blind, right? So mm-hmm. but dad, dad knew already. Um, and he goes, um, she goes, she turns around and she sees me and she's just like, another jaw dropping sort of a thing. And she goes, and she goes, holy shit. <laughs> right. And my dad turns around and goes, what? And she goes, well, somebody's here to visit you. And, and of course he already knew that I was coming out. And so what does he do? Of course, dead name right there. Oh, so-and-so's here. <laughs> and she's like, just, you could see her just go red. Right. And she says, and she comes by me and she goes, does he know? And I said, yeah, he knows. And she says, oh, she says, so what do I call you? And I, she goes, I go, just call me Nikki, please. Right. And so that, then I was talking to dad, he's dead naming me, everybody's left. And then all of a sudden they come down and there's like five of them that come down and peek in the door. Right. And, and one of them has a flower and walked in and gave it to me and they all clapped. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. I went totally red, totally red. I didn't know what, I'm sweating away at just like, oh my God, this is like crazy. So anyway, that's my first story. That's an awesome first story. Simply, simply awesome. I mean, it it was awesome, but it was, it was major nerve wracking because all of a sudden here, I thought I could sneak in see one person get down to dad's room take care of that and leave that was the whole intent not getting yeah, it was like around the whole in and out home oh and yeah you know, oh, absolutely you're drug around and shown off and like oh look there's Nikki. Oh, totally yeah anyway. oh yeah so, oh yeah that yeah just not not a good time not, not a good time for me no oh yeah i remember the first time i the first time I went out as a woman was to see my therapist. That was, I'd been seeing her like six months and I told her, it's like, I'd like to, I'd like to come dressed if I can. That'd be, you know, it's like, can I please mother may I, you know, it's just like scared, breaking it down. Oh, of course you can, mom, you know, please mom. please mom, can I do this? And so I was, you know, brought all my stuff in the car and, my therapy session was like after work. And so I 
stayed and everybody else left and I changed at work and, you know, scared to death somebody was going to see me coming out the door. At that time, our office was in somewhat of a it's sort of secluded. There wasn't really no other offices around us. We were at a, like an airport, old airport complex, and it was an old building. There was only one other office near us that had, even had people in it. And just about everybody left at four o'clock. And so I waited until everybody was gone and uh, changed in the bathroom and did my makeup. My hand was just like, <laughs> oh, <my> shit, <laughs> oh, you know, oh. scared to death. I just like, couldn't even get my mascara on right. And da, 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 da. And get out of my truck and drive over. And I'm just thinking everybody's staring at me at every stoplight. You know, of course, I hit every stoplight all the way over. It's Obviously, like, right? Yeah, of course. Why I can't I get a green light? You know, yeah, so I just perfect. go through this. I don't have to sit here. And somebody look at me and go, oh, God, you know, that's what that is. And, uh, you know, I get to her office and I get out of the car. And then this this guy, it's, of course, there's a guy walking right by my car as I get out. So, you know, he turns and looks at me. Doesn't pay me any mind. And I'm thinking, well, either I look really bad or... <laughs> didn't even get notice in my you know this is kind of weird i didn't get affirmation but i wasn't read and which is worse i'm not sure um and then you know went on and went up to my therapist's office without without an incident and rode up on the elevator with uh, a guy and you know he waited and let me go out the door first and all that so it was really great but oh my god it's my therapist said i was one hot sweaty mess when i got there oh i bet eh i bet isn't, but, it, isn't that just a <laughs> massive experience to have like and oh, that's shit, when, yes you know you do that but you had an affirming situation that happened too. somebody opening the door for you or you just, just you, you know yeah being a gentleman and letting you off the elevator first that was just like oh that okay that was nice like isn't that amazing and that's like as much as some of these things are so difficult some mm-hmm. of these things can be also so amazing at the same time. Oh, yes. Yes. Very affirming and very just like, okay, that, uh, that was, you know, yeah. Have you have the door open for you, you know, and you're like, okay, I, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, very much. You know, that was my first experience out. And that was just, my heart rate had to be like 120, 130 beats a minute. And oh, yeah. You know, and then going back afterwards to my office and changing and getting all the makeup off and mm-hmm. going home to see my wife. That was, that was, I was just scared to death. She would know because I wasn't out to her yet. Yeah, for sure. You know, and yeah, it was a nerve wracking. <laughs> really, it was great, you know, and it was nerve wracking as hell at the same time. Just, yeah. 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 No, I, I, I've, I've definitely had those experiences before. Um, I guess the next one that I've got is, is was now I have shot before in girl mode. Um, so a lot of it to me is still kind of the, it's not that huge of a deal. Um, but I do remember the first time I ever went into um, a lingerie shop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. And the thing was, <laughs> with this story this happened like decades ago because obviously i was already going in and buying oh yeah you've, right? you've been doing but, the half life for a while yeah. yeah but anyway so 
Okay, so I walk into the lingerie store, and of course, like I'm shitting bricks. Okay, <laughs> this goes okay. So I, I should no. just yeah. give a little bit of pre-information about this. So, um, bef- like before, when I would do anything, I would always be wearing other people's stuff instead of wearing my own. And so, this was at about the, the second year that I had gotten married to my ex-wife so this was the second year into the marriage and i was like no i'm going absolutely fucking bananas i'm done uh, and sh- again so i walk in to the lingerie store and i'm just like i'm shitting bricks and i'm just like okay you can do this this isn't such a big deal you get dressed all the time it's it's not a big deal you walk in and i was dressed and i had makeup on and everything and my and i'm going to be honest my makeup sucked <laughs> Like it sucked. Okay. Um, and so I went in and the girl looks at me and she did a double take and I was just like, Oh shit. Right. It wasn't the look down. It was more like, uh, looking down, look up and look down would have been the normal thing. She's got to do the double take. She looks up, she looks at me almost in horror, looks back down, looks back up because she thought that now I'm doing something wrong here and I should be nice to this person. And so she walks over and she says, hi, how can I help you? And I said, all right, you know, I said, I need some help getting a couple of bras. And she goes, okay, not a problem, right? So we were going around the store and and it was like, well, I was in there for about five, 10 minutes and it wasn't like I was trying to rush out. I actually started to get into this and I was like, oh yeah, I love, oh, go, you know, I'm walking around the store and I'm really starting to get into this, right? Who, and lo and behold, walks in? My ex-wife's sister. You're kidding. Oh, my God, of all the times. She didn't notice me at first, and I was like, okay, I'm going to try and get out of here, but it was tough because, like, I already had bras in hand, everything else, and there was only one way out, and it was right past her. Oh, shit. Okay, so... I, I, I put my back, I put my back to her and I was like looking at some other things and the girl that was helping me went over and started to talk to her and said, Oh, how can I help you? And I could overhear the whole conversation. Right. And, uh, and she says, Oh yeah, you can go over there and everything. And, and I'm just sitting here. I can remember it was like my teeth were chattering and my, I'm sweating like bullets. I don't know what to do. I'm like, I've got bras and panties in my hand because I don't want to put them down because these are the ones that I want. And I've been just spending like 10 or 15 minutes in the store, you know, and I've got the stuff I want. I just want to pay and get the frick out of here. Right. So anyway, so my, my, so the sister-in-law goes into the dressing room and I thought, okay, I can pay and go (laughs) zip over to the fucking, the, the cashiers, which is right beside, which is right beside the dressing room. And I mm-hmm. thought, okay, I can get this done, right? Oh, hell, so, they had the cashier right beside the dressing room? Yeah, well, just God. about right beside the dressing room, right? So what happens? I get a talky cashier. Oh, shit. And guess who walks out of the dressing area? Yeah, and she mm-hmm. pegged me right away. Like, oh, God. Just right away. And she looked at me. And she was just like, and you could, I could see like the tones of red coming out. Okay. And it was just like, oh shit. Anyway, so I bought my stuff and I walked over and she goes, so what are you doing in here? (laughs) What do you think I'm doing in here? I'm buying bras and panties. And she goes, does your wife know about this? She obviously said her name, but does your wife know about this? 
And I said, yes, she knew when we got married. And she says, well, she never told me anything. This should be an interesting discussion. Oh, God. And I'm just like, oh, God, no, no. And then so I just said, well, so-and-so, look, I would really appreciate it if you don't say anything. You know, she knows, but we don't need to blow this out of proportion. Maybe you could just kind of keep this quiet. And she looks at me and she dead names me. And then she goes, all right, this is our secret. But don't let me ever catch you again anywhere in a store. And then I walked out. So that's that's my second one. And I'll tell you, I can remember, I bet you for a year after that, I was shitting bricks that I thought she was going to go and talk to her sister about it, but she never did. Yeah, that was very, I mean, that's amazing. She did not. She actually did keep your secret. So that was, that was, that was something. Well, she did. She, but the thing is she told my nieces and my nieces were quite young at that time, but that's another story that could come later on in this program. (laughs) So (laughs) anyway, there you go. Your turn. Okay. Yeah. I've never run into anybody uh, early on that um, knew me ever. I was always, always expected it. Just like, you know, what's the God, you got lucky, girl. Holy. I never did, ever. Um, that was amazing to me that I didn't ever. Grocery store, nothing, ever, ever, ever. And, of course, after I went full-time, I didn't give a shit anymore. But, um, in fact, I almost wanted to run into somebody. <laughs> I actually did. I did. I, I did. I did run into somebody, but I'll, I'll say that one toward, toward the end. Okay. Um, but it was after I went full-time, and I didn't give a shit anymore. Um, but it was still, still interesting. It was a person from my old church and, uh, but one of the more mortifying things was when it was early on and it was probably 2014, I think. And it may have been after I came out to my wife or right before I can't remember, but, um, I was driving and I was driving my company vehicle Oh, as a woman. And, and that was always a fear in itself to do that. Cause I would dress out in the field, you know, out in the field. Right. Cause you're alone, right? Out in the boonies. I'm alone. And yeah. I always have to find and go look for a dirt road, um, which I knew where they were. And so uh, to find a real secluded part of the dirt road that really wasn't traveled practically at all. And then change and put my makeup on and everything and then drive about 40 minutes to my therapist's office scared to death somebody's going to see me driving and in fact one one of the uh all the gas people uh, that i saw about asked me it's like you know i saw a woman driving your truck the other day. <laughs> <laughs> who was that i was like i'm no one's been driving my car. <laughs> I mean, but we had several, you know, trucks that were like mine. It's like, you sure it wasn't Lee's car? You know, I worked worked yeah. with a woman engineer. It's like, are you sure it wasn't her? No, I'm pretty sure it was your car. It's like, well, I don't know. Nobody else has driven my truck. <laughs> Plausible deniability, right? Oh yeah, that was it. Plausible. I was like, holy shit! Somebody saw me. Damn! Oh my god! Yeah, I lied my ass off. I sure as hell did. Because uh, that was always that was a big fear. But uh, one of the times, you know, I was getting to my 
um, I was on the interstate. I was about a mile or two from my therapist's office and the tire light comes on. Oh, shit. I was like, son of a bitch. It's like, oh, God, please, please, please. And so I get uh, to the mall. A mall was right across from her office, and there was a, a like a Firestone or Goodyear place there. And so I stopped in there and to, to get out and look at the tire. And, you know, son of a bitch, it was like flat. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, I got to get this fixed, and I got to get it fixed like this. You know, and so yeah, I traipsed in there and I uh, need to get my tire fixed. Da, 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 da. They didn't give me any grief. Uh, they didn't ma'am me, but they didn't serve me either. So, you know, I'm guessing they were wondering, they weren't quite sure who I was. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they were nice. And, uh, you know, I just, you know, did my thing and uh, sat there and wait until I got called and, um, but it was, you know, it's just one of those things you're not ready to do, but you got to do it and you just take a deep breath and calm yourself down and just have the confidence and go up there just like any other woman would. And it worked. I didn't suffer anything. Nobody, you know, said nasty things to me or whatever. Uh, I was treated nice, and so yeah, it was. But that was, that was did not want to do that. That was one of those. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Well, you just got to suck it up and go because those things are going to going to happen to you when you're out, and you got to be ready yeah. for the unexpected to come up where you got to take care of something you know that happens in life that has nothing to do with you being trans, but. It just happens. It just happens, and then you got to take care of it. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to just follow that up with somewhat similar situation. So about, I guess about a year before I decided to go full-time, so that would be in like 2014, 2015, 14, somewhere in there. Um, I'm dressed, I'm, my makeup's a, a bit better than what it was. Um, my ex... Your, your my skills ex, had improved. Yeah, my, my ex was um, was uh, off doing something for the whole day, and I can't remember. I think it might have been with their sister or, or something, and they were doing something. And, of course, as soon as the wife left the house, I was like, bing, into the washroom, doing the makeup, <laughs> you know, putting all the clothes on, like everything, and I'm just like, yes. You know, and those are my time. I swear, I would, it, I, and here's another part of it. If I was out working on a cruise somewhere or doing something and I knew my wife was leaving, I would bolt home off of the crew, get dressed, and be myself for as long as I possibly could be before I'd have to get undressed and then go back to the crew. And then I'd come home and go, oh, my day was really tough, dear. Yeah, nah, right? Anyway, that's part of it. So anyway, so this day, it happens to be that, okay. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going out and I'm going to go to the south end of town because there was a couple, there's a really nice mall down there. And at this, by this point in time, I'm already starting to go out a fair bit. I'm used to it now. I'm going into malls. I, you know, very, very comfortable. But I still haven't like told any of my major friends, my ski friends, nothing. So I'm at this mall and I'm doing some shopping and boom, I get a phone call. Okay. And it's one of my best ski friends at that time. 
didn't know anything about me, goes, I need your help right away. And I go, what? And they go, I just rear-ended a person on Deerfoot Trail, which oh, is shit. a major thoroughfare. Oh, shit. Right? And he goes, I need you to pick me up. The cops are here, like, and I'm, I, I need a ride, and nobody's around to get me, so I need you to come down and get me. Can you do that? And, of course, he's expecting me to say yes instantly, and I'm like, I, uh, uh, I can't. Uh, I said, okay. And so, and I'm, like, in heels, <laughs> I am in a mid skirt to the knees. Um, it was summertime. Um, like I'm dressed to the nines. Okay. So it's like, okay. And I'm just like, I'm driving there going, oh shit. Oh shit. I don't know what to do. Oh shit. God. Okay. Oh my God. So, I, I, yeah. I don't know. But I could have done I, that. No, right. no, no, no. But no, I got to no. bail my friend out. Right. Because like, this is one of my ski right. friends I've known for a decade and a half yeah. and like backcountry skiing and put our lives in each other's hands and all of this kind of stuff. So I pull up behind where it's going. Right. And I can see him going, you know, and like this and he's talking away. Right. Cause he didn't notice me. And then I get out of the car because I have to, because he's going like this and the cop's going like this. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I get out of the car. My friend's eyes and face and everything, didn't even have to say anything, told the whole story. Holy shit. And I walk up and, of course, the cop is looking at me going and says to my friend, oh, I thought it was one of your male buddies that were coming. Who's this girl? And, he, and he's like, he, he couldn't speak. And I'm like, and I just, and I, and I can remember saying this, and I just said, oh, fuck off, so-and-so, which is my friend. And I said, we'll explain this later. And I said, so what do you need? And the cop says, so you, do you know who this is? And I said, yes, because, you know, and all of this. And I had to do all of this shit. And so my buddy's looking at me, just is staring at me like crazy the whole time like the whole time and the cops like, okay. And your name is, and I'm looking at him and I look at the cop and I go, my name is Nikki Marie. And uh, yes, I'm a friend of this asshole that just hit this other person's car and the cops looking at me and starts to just smile. And then, so then that was it. And I had to get in the car with my friend and it was like, well, and he's just like, what the fuck is going on? And I said, well, I guess I don't have to come out to you now, do I? I could have left your ass here. <laughs> you know, well, and I didn't, I, I should have said that, but I didn't. But anyway, so he just, he was just like, like he was in shock. And he says, well, don't worry about it. He says, also, I support you. He says, you just, you, you caught me really off guard in the middle of a freaking freeway. Yeah, and really. That, yeah. And I was expecting you and your other, you know, like he says, and he goes, God, your fucking hair looks great. <laughs> Right. So anyway, that's and I was like, you think about being embarrassed and under pressure at that point. Oh my God. You know, I think by now with these three stories, I've gone through three sticks of deodorant already. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, early on deodorant. Oh, and oh my God, yes, you're such a nervous wreck just going out. Oh my God! Yeah, deodorant is a necessity. It is, and it's because it's, nervous sweat is the worst. Oh, it is the worst. Oh, like you can almost feel the water dripping out of your armpits and like <laughs> down your arms, and I can feel like it running down my arms, and I'm just like, 
Oh my god. Oh yeah, running running down your side. Yes. Yeah. yeah Coming out from that. underneath your bra. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. Lovely. It's a lovely time. Just oh, it is. so like, so wonderful. Yeah. To- total total freaking pressure on everything. Anyway, so that alone created a lot of stories in ski huts <laughs> afterwards <laughs> with other guys. And that's how things kind of I came out to my ski buddies is my one buddy went and said, you ain't going to believe what fucking this guy did. And that's what he say was this guy did. Right. And it was. Just, right. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to believe what this guy did. You know what he yeah. did? So. Anyway, yeah, so, that would have been a cringe moment. Like, oh, okay, fine. Well, I, yeah. So, again, it's like girls. When you're listening to these stories, we have all gone through this shit, mm-hmm. and it is. And if you haven't, be ready to. Yeah, and you have to be ready because it's going to happen to you. It's something is going to come up that you didn't anticipate, and you got to have your wits about you. And it's time to like suck it up, Buttercup. This is what you wanted. Oh yeah, it's called put the big girl pants on. That's right, and it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. Well, uh, and, and the funny thing, even the, some of the stories that we've already started to talk about, there are some really reaffirming things going on during the horrors that are going on. Like the cop looked at me and thought I was a chick, like, and didn't even really pay attention to Which me. was hugely affirming. <laughs> right. So on one side, I got this cop looking at me that's hugely affirming, and I got the, my friend that's sitting here going, what the fuck is going on with you? In pretty much the same breath. And it was just like, oh, God, why me? Yeah, know, that's like, I just, like, please, oh. can we just get this over with and get in the car and go, please, please, please? Yeah, exactly. Pretty please. Okay, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember one time, I'd already been out to my wife for a while and we were doing, had been doing some couples counseling and I had tried to de-transition oh. and uh, it didn't work. No, it didn't work. <laughs> and so I'd gone to see my therapist as myself for the first time in like three, three months, three or four months. And, um, the marriage counselor was on the same floor as she was and he was just right down the hall. And so, you know, I was with my therapist and we were talking about it and I didn't really like the guy much. He was really irritating and we decided not to continue counseling with him. And, and my therapist was like, well, how about we go down and see him so he can meet you like this? <laughs> I was like, Sure. Okay. Why not? You know, it's like I had so much more confidence when I was me, yeah, than than the other way. You know, it's like, oh, sure. In fact, I just thought I'd get a real hoot out of it because I don't know. In some ways, I just wanted to really (laughs) poke him. And uh, we went down there and knocked on the door, and he came out, and 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 my therapist like, well, do you you know, wanted to see you and stuff. Do you know who this is? he looked at me and goes, no, kind of familiar. <laughs> well, it's like, it's me. It's, a, you know, my name. And he was just like, it's just eyes got real big and his mouth dropped out. And it's like, oh, my God, you look really good. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had only ever seen me in God melt. Right. I never went there. It's me. You know? mm-hmm. And uh, so it was, it was, you know, spur of the moment thing but 
my confidence level was really high, even after having detransitioned for three, four months and not dressed. And once I got to be me again, it was like, you know, the hell with this. Yeah. I'm, uh, it's so much better, like being me, so much better. Well, that's one of the things. It really that, gives you confidence. It's amazing the confidence yeah. boost you get being you and dressed as you and, and being out as you. It's, it's just really amazing. It is. And I mean, that's what you, you hit it right on the nose when you said the confidence thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because you think of it, you are so freaking terrified just before you come out or just before you start or you are considering, yeah, I've got a transition. When's it going to happen? You got all of those nerves and fears, all of those things that are backing up and everything else. And of course we're talking about experiences that we've gone through that where, yeah, like, and you know, maybe a little bit more, uh, you know, really in your face kind of things that we're talking about, but Everything that I can say out of all of the times, even through all of these experiences and everything else, there was no real direct hatred or somebody being no, real no. dick about it Mm-mm. or, you know, not from cops, not from any of that sort of stuff, right? Um, I told my airport story in, in a previous episode, but I think that's even a thing that I can kind of go over again. And it was like super high pressure, really scary because it was my first time ever on a plane and going through security. And what do I do? Oh, well, you know what? Oh yes, I'm fine. You know, and I throw my bags on the security and I'm all just like prancing around in my heels and everything (laughs) else. And, uh, you know, and I take my heels off and then the, you know, and I've got all my jewelry off and everything. And I walk up and the guy goes like this and tells me to go through. And this is a re- it was one of the busy days for travel. So it was like a Friday or something. And like the, the place was packed, right? I go through the security thing. And what does the guy go? Do you want to check this guy out? In front of everybody. And he said it loud. And people literally were turning around looking at me. And the faces and everything were just like in shock and surprise because they're seeing a woman and he's going, guy but the light went off as me being male going through the security. And that's where I still remember till this day, him shuffling me off and then calling really quick and said, we need a security guard here. And then like within about two seconds, a custom officer was right there, a woman. And then that's when I went through the whole hoedown and she was like, okay, you do realize that there's a lot, you're, 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 we have to do a, a search on you and that, and I'm calling my supervisor, yada, 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 and call, you know, she's wiring the supervisor. And I'm sitting here starting to like shake because I'm like, oh shit, don't take me into the room. Don't take me into the room, <laughs> right? And um, I can remember, you know, and she was like very aggressive. It was like Bertha, the, the killer freaking customs agent. And she put the mic down and I just looked at her and I said, look, I got to tell you right now, I'm transgender. I have got a package. Yes. Okay. But it's not what you're thinking. It's not drugs. It's not yep. something else. It's not explosive. It, it, it's, yeah, exactly. In fact, it hasn't been explosive in a and, while. So. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't blown the load in a long time. Okay. So don't worry about it. <laughs> right. It's quite inert. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right the fuse <laughs> is dead okay don't worry about it it's not gonna go off 
Won't harm anybody. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so she, as soon as I said that I was trans and I said that, she could see the fear in my eyes and she knew I was being totally authentic and truthful, right? And I can remember grabbing the mic again and just going, no, we don't need the supervisor down here. I got everything under control. Now. <laughs> We're good here. Good. Yeah. yeah exactly, no problem. Right? Okay. She just said, Roger. Okay, you realize that you got to do a pat down. But the cool thing was, is that she went through everything with me and said, okay, you're trans. You have to realize you can not, you don't have to go through the scanner. You should have a pat down. So she says, if you're going to travel like this anymore and, and, and that, then you got to make sure that you just ask for a pat down instead of going through security. And she says, and so I'm just going to do this. Boom, boom, boom. She felt it. Didn't think anything of it. Moved along, said, okay, thank you very much. And I was gone like in two seconds later. But that one. Awesome. That was, yeah, that was awesome. And again, one of those situations where it is butt fuck scary, totally embarrassing. Yeah, make, make your backside pucker up really quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, it did. Okay. Nothing would have gone in there for a long time <laughs> based on the puckering going on on that. Yeah, day, or too, out. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but again, walking away, it was so affirming for me that where the, the custom officer was really nice up right after that said there was no problem, you know, help me get my stuff, you know, all of that. And just like so cordial and everything. And like, I can still remember going down from there and then going and sitting down and had a woman come up and go, that was really rude of that asshole, wasn't it? I was talking to the customs officer because she was one of the ones that saw me go through all of the embarrassing moment. Of course, and then I go to the gate and there's like 10 other people at the gate all staring at me going, oh, look who, that was the one there. Yeah, that one over there, right? So it was like, oh, fuck. Anyway, so that's another one of mine. Why oh, yeah, it's not, so not a fun one. experiences, I don't know. No, I'm glad I didn't have that. I didn't have any issues like that. Fortunately, I only had a fly after I had everything done and change and everything and had no issues but early early on um and going to see my therapist i said before i would go i'd often go to the mall uh, that was across the street and walk around in jc pennies mm-hmm. and i remember one of the times early on excuse me walking around and it was about time for me to go to my therapist's office and I overheard one of the clerks um, say to one of the other clerks, I hear there's a freak in the store today. Oh, God. Are you kidding? No, I'm not. Oh. And uh, I turned and looked at her, and she saw me. She just kind of – I don't know if she was referring to me or not, but odds are mm. <laughs> I was the freak that was in the store, you know, that had been clocked and read as, you know, guy and – women's clothes and stuff so that was that's the only time i know i was i was clocked in red it was a little a little bit mortifying but i was on my way out of the store happily and so i didn't you know i wasn't buying anything i didn't check out or anything i didn't try anything on i was just walking around so that was one of those moments where i was like swell you know not not a feel good or affirmation moment at all and that you know, that's going to happen early on when you're still figuring out stuff and you haven't been on hormones long and you may not look very womanly or feminine. And uh, the best thing is to just ignore it if they're not coming at you and not just ignore it. I just looked at her, 
she just had a, I think she realized, you know, I was the freak, so to speak. Yeah. And she just looked a little embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, just, I didn't really make an expression. I just looked at her and turned and I was already on my way out anyway. I just went on out. Yeah. But yeah, that wasn't a feel good. <laughs> it was not a feel good moment. Uh, unfortunately, that's the only, only time I've had something like that where I actually heard it. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure I got clocked at other times, but just wasn't aware of it or didn't know about it or, you know, nobody did anything bad to me or yelled at me or, right. you know, or was nasty to me or not. I've been really fortunate in, in that regard, but you know, it was one of those not so good moments. It shit happens, right? And you mm-hmm. got to expect that it's going to happen. So, I mean, I've got a story like that too. Um, obviously, everybody knows that I want a construction company too. Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah, I'm around a bunch of ass crack freaking contracts <laughs> everywhere, and it's just the way it is. But I remember going into um, a large uh, distributor for vinyl siding because we do garages and stuff like that. And I, my, my crews were short some of the siding that I needed or that they needed. So, of course, obviously, I grab in the one ton and I, you know, head out with the trailer and pull into the yard where I've got to pick it up. Um, and there was, I can remember, because and it's, this is a huge yard and there's like 10 or 15 other contractors in there with their trucks and getting loaded and all this kind of stuff, right? And this was right at the time where, of course, obviously, I haven't had my facial surgery done and I haven't done anything like that, but I've still got makeup on. I'm still presenting female and all of that, right? And so I can remember why, and I had and I had to park at the one end of the uh, parking lot. So that means I had to walk right through the center of the parking lot, and where everybody was, all these trucks and contractors and forklifts going back around and everything. And I'm walking along, and I hear these three guys. And this one guy goes, "Hey, check out the hot blonde bitch over there, right?" And I'm like, I got perfect affirmation. I was just like, "Fuck yeah!" I hate the bitch part, but you know what? I'm taking that. And the guy right beside him, because there was three of them sitting on their flat deck, and one guy says. No, that's a fucking guy. And then it was like, are you kidding? That's a fucking guy? Really? And it was just like, oh, God. And it was just instantaneous. Like, all you can do is... Yeah, pop pop your bubble. Because it would have been one thing about if I was leaving, but I'm just going in. And then now I've still got to get up to the, the, the desk the order desk, and I still got to say, okay, pick up for so-and-so, you know, and all of that. And, uh, you know, they were still nice to me, but I knew I was getting some looks mm-hmm. um, and that, and, and then leaving and that too. And just probably one of the most uh, ones that I really remember when I really, really felt uncomfortable because it was just all solid guy contractors. There wasn't a chick to be seen anywhere. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And there was like probably 30 contractors plus the guys that were working, which were like four or five forklifts and the guys picking the orders and, you know, and then the guy comes to me and goes, do you know how to back up that truck and trailer or do you want me to do it for you? And saying it in just like the total fucking asshole way it was. And I said, no, I think I can handle this. He says, okay, you sure? And I said, yeah. And I just, and I, I did it like just on purpose. Just like I zinged out and I fucking backed that whole rig right up. And this is a big long ass trailer and everything right up to the dock, just boom like that. eh? And the guys were just watching and it was just like, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. And I got out of the truck and I slammed the fucking door and I walked back there and I said, and I was counting the pieces and uh, I can still remember. He says, so here's the order. And I said, just a minute. I got to make sure you know how to count. 
and I looked right at, and there was only seven pieces in the trailer. But I said seven that, pieces. Just what I said it? that just to be a bitch because I thought that like you treated me like this, I'm I'm gonna hit back. And I did that, and he just gave me a dirty look. I signed it. I said, "Here you go." And I got in the truck and I took off. And and but that that was a really really uncomfortable experience. And I can remember. And I'll be honest on this one. I left and I cried. Like I literally. Oh, that would, back yeah, to, that would really sucked. That would I really went suck. back. I can still remember going back to the crew and I cried and and not cried in front of the crew, but I was crying on the way back and I was just like, I can't believe this. I just, you know, and it's. It's something that we all go through and sometimes you're going to have some difficult times. But the other thing to always know is you're going to make it through. Mm -hmm. You're still going to make it, you know, and you can be yourself and you can still be proud. Um, You know, would I have said those things if it was nighttime in a dark place? I wouldn't have even been there. But the reason why I did what I did was it was daylight. Nobody's going to take a swing at me, not in a parking lot and not, you know, nobody's going to take that chance. So I got lucky that way. And I was probably actually pushing the line because I would suggest most times just don't say a word, get in the vehicle, drive away. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, that would Don't make a scene. Yeah, that would hurt me. I remember that. That one did hurt me. Yeah, that would hurt. That would hurt. So... I don't know, just, uh, you know, the things that we end up going through. And so, I mean, I'm going to tell another one just to change it up a bit and make it (laughs) it hilarious. So anyway, here I am. Okay. I'm I'm all proud. Uh, Going to the ladies' washroom. Have to go to the washroom. Okay. Been in the washroom a gazillion times, whatever. But I had, I I don't know why, for some reason, um, I just, I wasn't paying attention to what I did. And summertime, and I you know, do my thing and I pull my pants up and I do all that and everything and I walk out and I wash my hands and I start walking down to the mall and I see a couple of people looking at me weird. And I had tucked my shirt in and my panties and everything were kind of hanging out on the backside with my shirt in. And I was just like, and I put my hand back and I felt it. And I was just like, oh my oh, God. Shit. I was just like, did I know my face? So I totally ran. Boom. And it yeah. was just, oh my God. So, and I laughed about that one. I did after I, oh, yeah, that's, that's up, funny. I was walking down the mall and I was, I was, I was laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. Cause I thought what a silly bitch you are. <laughs> it was, it was funny. I didn't beat myself. I, you up know, happens to the best of us. That's just one of those oh. you know, wardrobe malfunctions that you just hope you don't have, oh, but yeah, it's, it's a little nerve wracking. Oh, I'll, I'll, I had, you know, we always worry about our IDs. ID, yes, definitely. Showing yeah. IDs. You know, in the state I live in, Alabama, you can't change your gender marker on your driver's license until you've had surgery. Right. And so you can be full-time, name changed, and still not have the gender on your driver's license right. that reflects who you are, what you appear as. Well, you know, before I had my name changed, I went shopping at Torrid. And uh, that was at the mall, you know, where my therapist is. And uh, went in, they were having a sale. And so I bought some things. Everybody was really nice to me. No no worries, trying stuff on, nothing. And then when I went to check out, they had to see my, I had to see my ID oh. using my credit card. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, I was like, it doesn't look like me. <laughs> Like, as you know, hope you understand this. And 
they did it and said, oh, it's fine. No, no worries. It's okay. And, you know, found out later that Tord is very, very trans friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, I didn't know that at the time. And uh, it was, it was, that was a tough moment to put my driver's license out there showing me male, having my very male picture, you know, on my ID. And I don't look like that at Not all. Not at all. At that time, you know. And uh, it was, uh, that was, that was a little scary. That was scary, but I was treated well. They were great. And I was able to buy stuff. It was only time I got to have that experience. Thank God. I just did not, not had it again mm-hmm. and I didn't have to. Uh, so that, that was, that was good. And, you know, I made it through it, but it is one of those where you just really cringe about, Oh, what the hell is this going to be like? You know, you don't know how yeah. somebody's going to treat you. Unfortunately, the girls there were just fabulous, just wonderful. So when I hear really good things about Torrid from other trans women, that's a really, really uh, trans-friendly place for us to shop. Yeah, and that's good that we do have these kinds of places. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's very much so. So, you know, um, but again, very affirming, um, mm-hmm. you know, because if they have to see your ID and you know that the idea is not going to match who you are. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Doesn't I mean, match. Picture doesn't match. Marker doesn't match. You know, that's more of a mental thing for our headspace because it's even though, you know, Tord is very accepting and very, you know, friendly uh, towards the trans community and stuff. It's us who puts the pressure on ourselves and freaking out about everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We didn't even really give a rat's ass about it. But us, we're sitting here panicking and going, oh, shit. And this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What, 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 what? And it's just like, you know, you just take a deep breath and Mm -hmm. go forward. And I just, you know, laid my IDs down. It's like, I know it doesn't look like me, but. You know, I didn't get into the whole trans thing. It's like she looked at it and goes, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, thank God, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You just, yeah. And so, uh, you know, th- these things are going to happen. Uh, we've gone through a bunch of stories already that and stuff. Um, some of the embarrassing ones. But, you know, I think it's a good thing that other girls hear about this because it goes to Oh, show, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it shows that. You are going to gain the confidence. You are going to have shit go. Everybody goes through it. It's not like this is just unique to yourself. So there is comfort in community in that regard, that where we all go through this and it's very difficult for all of us. And, you know, but yet in turn to yeah. those experiences help us gain a lot of confidence. A oh, lot yes. Of Huge confidence builders. You know, Huge. Uh, yeah. And a lot of strength. I mean, it takes mm-hmm. guts to do what we do, to be ourselves, to be our authentic selves, and to go out into the world like we are, whether we present well or we don't present well, and not that that matters at all anyway. But you do have to always remember that the world is the world. And That's right. Not a very friendly place. No. Um, and women are, to a large degree, you know, second-class citizens. And especially us, you know, trans women, you know, we get another demotion just by being trans. But to go from guy to girl, that's seen as a demotion. A lot of guys see that, that we were, how in the world would you ever want to be a woman, you know? Well, it wasn't about wanting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? And to be out as yourself and as your authentic self builds strength. 
builds confidence. The more times you get to go out, and that was one of the, one of the things I did early on. Anytime I had a chance, I would make myself go walk around, nervous or not. It's like the only way you get over your fear is to face it. And it's either your fear controls you or you control your fear. And the best way to control your fear is to face it head on and get out there. And if all you do is walk up and down the mall, never go in a store. In the beginning, that's, you know, that is something. That's a huge accomplishment. Oh, it is. Yeah. You know, just going up the door the first time is you is the biggest accomplishment in the, in the world just to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how many times I got dressed up and... I never made it out the door, just chickened out. And so I just got tired of being scared all the time. It's tired of it. hate it. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's how you defeat that beast. You meet him head on and you go out the door and you walk through the mall and you go buy something and you go to the lingerie store and you go to women's stores and you buy clothes and you go to the women's dressing room and you act like you belong there because you do. Well, it's, it's this, you own it. That's it. You have to own it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's going to take some courage and it's going to take some guts to do it. Um, Always remember, um, you know, five seconds or 10 seconds of courage. That's all it takes. And you just, you do it and you get out the door and you start to live and be authentic to yourself. And, you know, it's like anything uh, that we do in life where we're scared of doing something. You just got to do it. You, you, you just have to grab oh, it. Oh, absolutely. You just, just got to do it. You yeah. know, buying stuff is you for the first time. You know, trans women are notorious for buying our stuff online so we don't have to deal with anybody. Yes. And we do a lot of that early on. But at some point you go to the store mm-hmm. and you want to try stuff on. And have that experience of shopping as a woman and, and how delightful it can be. And then, you know, going to the cashier first few times is nerve-wracking. It is because oh, yes. your ID may not be reflecting who you are. Not that many people ID you anymore, you know. Um, but when they do... And your gender marker hasn't been changed. You got to show ID, personal. That's usually your driver's license. Yes. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> like oh shit, are they gonna, you know? So I I practice like pulling it out so my my thumb would like be over the M. Yes. Because you know when I went full time, I changed my name. I got to change my marker. Yeah. And so. You know, my picture showed me as I was, but it still had an M on there. Mm-hmm. And that was always of concern if I had to show that driver's license. It's one reason why I got a passport, because I could get it and show me as a female and had female on it. Right. And so right. I would use that as my ID unless I absolutely had to show a driver's license. I used that as my ID. Well, that's the way to go, too. Because I mean, it showed me as female. Yeah, it takes it, you know, to a serious level because obviously a passport, I think it's even more. Um, oh, yeah, that that's like the ID in the United States is a passport. Yeah. And so yeah. we can still, it's amazingly enough that they hadn't stripped that away from us. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought they would just as soon as Trump got in office, but they haven't, weirdly enough. Yeah. Well, hopefully they don't. Um 
I have faith that they might not do that, at least on the federal level anyway. Um, but I, I guess some other things too that you have to think about when we're, when we're talking about all of this is, okay, obviously we've talked about that fear sort of factor that you have to go through in that. Um, you have to realize that, you know, we all go through, I, I, my makeup used to be really shitty. I know people were not necessarily staring at me because I was trans, but it was like, oh my God, learn how to do your fucking makeup, bitch. <laughs> What the hell are you doing? You know, and I, of course, obviously experimenting, trying different colors. Uh, yeah, right, um, right. You know, and everybody knows I put up a lot of pictures on the web where I've got like Christmas present freaking eyes and greens and all sorts of stuff. And I, you know, and I'm not embarrassed by that. I will wear some very dramatic shit just because I like to wear very dramatic shit. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, though, too, is that you have to realize that it's uh, you are, are a work in progress. Absolutely. Like Continually it, a work in progress. I mean, you, you get to where yeah. you have a look, but it's still fun to play with things and looks and stuff. Sure. And sometimes it doesn't quite work out, but you know. Yeah. So you've got to expect that, you know, you may get some looks when you're walking down the mall. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know I sure did when I first started presenting or even when I was presenting through most of my life. No facial work done, no nothing done. Jeez, I didn't even get my nose in that done until 2002. And I looked like a buzzard with my nose. It's the way it was. <laughs> here I am dressed up and I got makeup on and I got this big beak nose. I mean, it was just, you know, uh, I think I got hardened up in a lot of ways just through those experiences. But on the other side of it, I think it's, it's done a lot better for us both of us, as, as we talk about this, in strength and character, in how we handle ourselves in society, what we do. Obviously, we're quite a bit, you know, different. Our personalities might be different than what it, they used to be. I've heard that from a lot of girls that once they start to actually get out and do the things and be in a public space, that they feel, uh, you know, much more open and that kind of thing. So, I you know, very, very confident in that. So, um, yeah. So anyway, today's show has been a lot of fun. Um, kind of threw some shit out there and I kind of embarrassed myself, uh, but I don't care because I think it's really important that other people hear our experiences. And what oh, absolutely. And, and, and you know, we wanted a little bit of levity in, in this show. We've tackled some serious subjects here of late, and this was a fun thing to share our experiences of early on. Yeah. Uh, and dealing with things that can go wrong and uh, what happens and that you, you know, you need to suck it up buttercup and deal with it. And you laugh about it later, but yeah, it can be. Uh, and, and I guess on the final note, don't take it too seriously. I know yeah, that's right. You're I right. know you're going to probably do that. And I even explained one story at the mm-hmm. con, you know, at the, at one of my distributors where I cried afterwards and that, but I look back at that and you know what? Don't take things too seriously and don't let it wind you up and everything yeah. else. You know, you but you always want to be safe and always aware oh, yeah. of your environment. Never not be aware of your surroundings, always. Mm-hmm. Uh, trans women have a much higher incidence of violence against us, especially women of color. So always, always be aware of your environment. Yeah, for sure. All, all you know, so. That's our show for this evening. I hope you guys enjoyed it and everything else. Uh, we do appreciate you listening to us yammer and gabble and do. Yes, we do. It's awesome. Uh, 
you know, and uh, so if you get a chance, go and we always like reviews. If you got any comments, make the comments or anything. If you got any topics, get in touch with us. We'd love to hear what you got mm-hmm. to say. You want to come on the show? Pitch us something sure. of what you might want to talk about? Yeah. If we're always looking for interesting people to interview. Yeah. So we're going to be probably having a couple of people coming up here pretty quick which is mm-hmm. good. Um, I won't mention any names, but um, I think they're going to be some really good shows. And uh, we do thank all of the feedback that we are getting on the show already. So thanks so much, everybody. And have yourself a wonderful weekend. And we are going to be back to you in about three days. And we'll yep. have another episode for you. So enjoy. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you later. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening to Trans Talk Raw. This episode has been brought to you by transgenderlifecoaching.com. Please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Time for us girls to party. Join us again for our next episode of Trans Talk Raw.